Welcome back. Welcome to Two Motherfucking Boppers. Oh, there. We got Jack. And then we got Drew. And no guest. Wow. As I did put a post out there. Wow. We were supposed to have a guest. Oh, well. You know, some people are just fucking pansies, I guess. I've never, ever had to not go anywhere and not be able to sit down and talk on a microphone because of a tattoo. Yeah. Tattoo. Oh, well. Uh, getting into this week's uh, topic, looks like we're going to dive into the wildlife of Carl Panjram. Yeah, that's going to be the main part, talking point. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You can get in, maybe do a couple of like circles or just shit that gets brought into it, but yeah, Carl Panjram. This is the one that Jackson called for, so that's what we're doing. So, Carl Panjram has to be uh, one of the most fucked up ones, in my opinion. Um, starting at a really young fucking age. This man broke into someone's house, stole a cake, some apples, and a revolver, and uh, then was fucking caught and sent to a reform school. He has admitted to committing at least 21 murders, more than a 1,000 acts of sodomy, and thousands of robberies and arsons. This man has broken in and out of jail countless fucking times. He helped somebody escape jail, too. Yep, yep, and that was one of his biggest escapes. And then, like, on top of that, man, like, he's robbed presidents. Um, he's traveled. Tra- yeah, he's he, traveled the world. Yeah, so that the tackling actually—that's whenever he made it. Actually, was a very successful fucking robbery for him, and he made enough money where he bought himself a fucking yacht. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that one too. That's like so. To start with, um, once he got to this school, this reform school, um, he made a lot of uh, a lot of. What's the word I'm looking for? He just pretty much came out and said that most of his time in reform school, he was pretty much raped and beaten the whole fucking time. Yeah, not very good experience for him. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I'd say, like, the worst thing that could have happened to Carl, too, was being thrown into jail his first time. Um, it turned him into a complete monster. It but, made him lose. So, like, yeah, leading into that, though, are you talking about whenever he was, like... Because he was also, I know, whenever he got raped in jail and he got out is whenever he started to... Uh, also rape like his victims too yep, and the yep. train ride obviously yeah which is like i guess that's got kind of part of that uh, psychology of serial killers and rapists too is like usually they end up molesting or raping people once they were molested or raped as a child too so like he once he got out of prison is when his raping spree started he'd then he'd rob people and then rape them but he wasn't quite to the murdering stage yet no he was just actually just legitimately just robbing people and taking their shit. Yep. And I think, um, I'm trying to remember exactly when the actual murders start. Yeah, 1917 he escaped but returned. And in 1918 he escaped again a couple years later. And that's whenever he began like a murder spree on the East Coast. Yep. From, that's what like I gathered from where I was doing that shit. Because also, too, it's not just the East Coast where his fucking victims come from. Yep. So. So once he, <laughs> uh, once he got out of the training school... Um, he started to travel um, in his own like he was a, he was homeless so he traveled by train and uh, that's when stuff started getting even worse for Carl because then at one point he was uh, gang raped by a group of homeless hobos so that's another once again kind of fueled his fire on uh, doing that so then he started robbing a lot of just uh, regular working men um, he got real civilians. big into that just regular civilians you know 
um, and then was raping and then started murdering. So then uh, one of his first murders, they say that um, he was talking about it and he enjoyed watching the life leave the person's eyes. So then that was just another kick. fucking scary, dude. And he was a big motherfucker. Like, this man one time broke out of prison by bending the bars. That's when they changed the size of the steel bars that they used. Because he grabbed the motherfuckers and bent them and got out. I read somewhere too. He was like, the first time he was, like, one of the first times he was arrested when he was like six was being fucking drunk in public. And I was like, what? (laughs) He was like age six. I was like, oh yeah, he used to drink in school. Yeah. Yeah, he he got in trouble drinking. And then, uh, I love some of, like, they have a lot of quotes by this man. I don't know if you've seen any of those no. doing research on him, but, like, he just, just the way he talked was just, like, he was just, like, so normal about everything. Like, one of his sayings was, or not sayings, one of his quotes was, uh, I was a pretty rotten egg before I went there, but when I left there, all the good that may have been in me had been kicked and beaten out of me. Because <laughs> like, I can only imagine that's exactly how this man oh fucking God. sounds, bro. Um... So in 1920, Panzeram stole enough money to buy a yacht, and uh, that, that was a, that was a tap. Yeah. yeah, and that was because he had oh. a super successful burglary <laughs> burglary of the home of the president William Howard Taft, which is just fucked up. So then Carl, so now he went from homeless to robbing, and then got him a yacht. So then he started acquiring crews. He made it. Yeah, he made <laughs> Nigga, it. Nigga, we made it. So then he started his own cruise and became pretty much a pirate. <laughs> so then, so then he went into Basically, being a pirate. So he'd yeah. go on to, uh, he'd go whenever he'd come to land, he'd try to get people to come work for him, uh, bribe them, this and that. And then he'd get them out to sea where he would basically do the same thing he was doing on land. Yep. So yeah, he switched it up a little bit at least. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? He's, he's like, man, this land is boring. He was trying to give him a little vacation before he, you know, <clears throat> yep. did the inevitable. So then this man inedible. literally, started just murdering raping people um and then dumping them off of his boat and eventually he gets locked up once again once again gets locked up for that um and then he tries to pay his lawyer he well he told his lawyer yeah that he is like i i got basically his payment was gonna be a boat his lawyer took it and then of course the boat was fucking stolen yeah <laughs> which is oh what did you think was gonna fucking happen like so then once again Carl Panzeram gets out of jail, escapes jail. All right. He then decides, you know, I need a little break from America. I need, I just need to get out of here for a bit, I guess. You know. So <laughs> then he he stows <laughs> away and goes to Africa. So he's like, you know, what what better place to go than Africa? I guess. There, <laughs> there, this man, this man went on a hunting expedition, a crocodile hunting expedition, with six men, with six other dudes. Then proceeds to kill all six men on this hunting expedition. Rapes, kills them, throws them off the boat, lets alligators. All finish. six of them together. Yeah, same time. Same time he kills all six dudes. <laughs> I wonder how the story played out though. Was it actually at the same time as he picking these dudes off one at one? Because if he's getting them all at one time, how diggity damn? Rape, murder all of you. For some God reason, damn. when I think Carl Panzeram, I can only imagine him as Sling Blade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does look like that type. He does. He does. That ass. He do. Oh man, I wonder what the. F- 
fucked up was going through his mind. Like I said, it started like he said he got arrested as a kid for drinking and shit. I want to know what the hell was going through his mind as a kid before it led into this because you obviously know this kid's getting arrested for all this kind of crazy shit and like what he stole a revolver at like the age of like fucking it was before he was 10 I think or yeah, right after he was 10, 10 years old yeah. I believe like if he's already doing that shit where are the parents in this situation and all that kind of shit which I'm sure there was some fucked up shit with his parents back in that time but well, it started way young. People should have seen this shit coming. <laughs> well, he, and he was a manipulator, bro, because even at his, like, early years, like, he was literally, uh, he, he wanted to be a preacher at one point. Did you know that? <laughs> so they sent him to a school, um, and he, when he was in, uh, the first school, he convinced everyone that he was reformed. So, uh, he convinced them and became a priest and then went to Emmanuel Lutheran Church. And uh, at one point he was there. He threatened a teacher with a gun, and then uh, <laughs> got expelled. And then he got on a freight train, went to Minnesota, and then became a drifter. And that's when it all started. That's whenever his like true crime spree started. But even at one of his schools, he burnt down their art workshop. And I mean, he was just a he was a demon from the get go, bro. Yeah. TTG like, trained to go, shoddy. I guess. Gosh damn. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy yeah. to think about all the shit over that time span that he did. Like, who's who's somebody that he claims that he didn't shit? I mean, there's still plenty more on Car Panzeram. Clearly, um, he was uh, one of his another one of his sayings was like, "I look forward to a seat in the electric chair or dance at the end of a rope, just like some folks do for their wedding night." He just was ready to go. And I think that's why he continued to just keep killing and going. Like he wanted to get like caught. Things, you're gonna, you got to stop me or I'm just going to continue. Yeah. But I don't want to stop and just put him in jail. Like, he wanted to kill. Yeah, that's you why better he, do something about it. You put him in jail and then he just continued to do the same thing he was doing on the outside. You know what I mean? And I think that's at the end of it, that's all he wanted was it for it to be over. To yeah. be ended. You could have that. You'd be having that on those people that make those life decisions. So really they're do. like, I'm ready to get out of this shit. Because I already know it's going to come to me. Yep. Especially when you get in jail. They hear people, that you, you raping people. First thing that's going to happen to you, I guarantee it. Yeah. He definitely wanted out of that shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, I don't know, man. You're just a hard, a hard person to keep trapped down. At one point, he started like a fire inside uh, and then escaped by jumping over a wall fell down on a concrete step <laughs> and broke his ankle and uh broke his leg had a bad spine injury and then that's when he ruptured one of his nuts and <laughs> and uh yeah man he then was still injured and shit got sent to regular like was still locked up regularly and then he raped a fellow inmate just so he could get put in with a broken leg and shit yeah and ruptured nut and ruptured nut just get put in solitary confinement. Yeah. What the fuck? And uh, even with that all going on, it just made it worse and worse and worse. Like, he literally would plot and plan to be able to figure out a way to poison all the water in a city. Like, he just wanted mass murders. That That's what was on Carl's mind. Yeah. It's a good thing that he grew up in a time that I wasn't in because <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want him to be around for that shit. Yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> And then it was crazy. Is then he was released. Yeah, after he he was released at one point too. After he started a fucking fire and burned down like a fucking building, and I was yep. like, huh? Yeah, right, that's good behavior. All right, you good? But I don't what have the, I don't have the three hours to go 
specifically on his stories and shit, but, uh, that'd be one of those ones if someone asked for just literally a straight, like, specific serial killer and shit, we'd go straight in on that. Yeah. Carl Panzram is the one you wanted to do, like, you wanted to hit on for sure. I don't know why. Richard Ramirez is still with us. And I, I, I mean, I do know why. I just that fucking iconic picture of him, like, in fucking, uh, in the courtroom, where he has the fucking, like, pentagram on his fucking hand and mm-hmm. he's sitting there like I don't know what it is but every time I see it I'm like gosh damn like it's just you know that person is pure fucking evil oh yeah but you know what I don't get is Richard Ramirez was one of those motherfuckers <clears throat> that had fucking girls gawking over this motherfucker and his face is all swollen in like or chugging oh, in like fucking like no teeth and shit yep. I get Ted Bundy and shit the dude had the smile the hair the curls you know what I'm saying I get gawking over that dude but a crackhead looking ass but then here's where it gets juicy this dude behind bars awaiting his trial got his whole grill redone got, got all of his teeth done yes now I don't know about you but I'm working 40 hour weeks and I can't even afford to go get my shit redone alright and I need that shit done Facts. and this motherfucker's awaiting trial for murders and raping people and he's getting his shit done come on I feel on. like that's a normal come thing on. now I feel like most crackheads go into jail with no teeth and come out with a new set <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> I don't know. How's it's that like, that's not fair. I might go to jail. <laughs> you know Just what I mean? I need some new teeth. Though. Oh my gosh. Can't afford these motherfuckies. And then when it also comes to circles, I don't understand is fucking like the, like having fucking fans and shit. Like, you know that this motherfucker's in here because, and a lot of times it, the fans are people that almost resemble the people that they're fucking going after too yep. at some point. And it's like, you do realize that no, he wouldn't actually like you in real life. Like, you're just going to be another victim. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's like that uh, Chris Watts cat that from Colorado that murdered his whole family, um, killed his wife and two kids, and uh, killed his wife first. I don't know if you've ever heard about that stuff. Yeah. And then tried killing, or did kill his kids and tried to put them in, like, a concrete bin. And, uh, fucked up. But then he went to jail, and, like, I think he's, like, about to get, re- or, like, was about to get remarried and shit, like, He's got so many women completely in all Which of this fucking, band. Fucking weird. These motherfuckers are literally getting letters sent to them in the jail, like actual letters and shit. I literally get four fucking cards a year. Two from my fucking granny and my aunt Jan on my birthday, and then <laughs> at fucking Christmas. And these motherfuckers are just having people sent to uh, them. Thousands of thousands, thousands of them. Honestly, dude, like I probably get, you know three a year and it's for my grandma George. That's, that's <laughs> it's it. like what the fuck bro and these motherfuckers out here killing people and having motherfuckers reach out to them like openly oh, my yeah, granny I'm would so stop sending them you. letters you don't deserve to be in jail blase blase bullshit you literally look what the <laughs> fuck dude that shit's age you know the dude. fucking uh, actually too the BTK killer <sighs> you know that uh, he would actually make people fill out an actual actual application to write him <laughs> like that's an actual thing like you can't, that's the other thing I can't even get people to apply at my damn job no, this motherfucker's that. getting people to apply just to fucking write talk him to you, talk to <laughs> like come killer. I don't America, get this shit man America's obsessed as fuck with serial killers but, yeah. especially women and I don't get it and I'm like you guys are mostly uh, their targets <laughs> yeah, they love you too <laughs> this isn't the fucking 80s anymore where they're going after like blacks and gay guys this is uh, that, was, yeah, that, that was the pure agenda there <laughs> like legitimately that's the agenda that was pushed you already seen Dahmer oh yeah bro <laughs> come on 
Yeah, Dahmer got away with Come some on, shit. Man. A lot of these motherfuckers, like we talked about last time, a lot of these <laughs> motherfuckers get away because they get to push an agenda. They literally get to, like, all right, so I, I need all these blacks and I need all these fags off the street. Like, that's how it was looked at back in the day. Police and most people were not very fond of either of those two types of people. So you have these serial killers who only fucking target them. And it's like, we're aware it's going on, but is it a problem? question mark yeah <laughs> like, you know what i mean to like, the cops yeah but. so then like to the cops and to everybody above the cops they're like oh this dude is doing a great thing like they're doing doing exactly what we need to do to keep the trash <laughs> off the streets and that's why they get away with the shit for so fucking long bro and fucking the you know it's actually a fucking crazy ass killer too that doesn't get like and i say it doesn't get talked about <laughs> but you don't hear much about compared to like the rich marias the fucking domber ted bundy's whatever it was fucking the Robert Hansen. That was a dude that would fucking, like, take people, like, in Alaska, and he would actually hunt them down. Never heard of that. Never one. heard of that. He would literally release them into, like, the wild and shit, but then he would actually hunt them down. What the fuck? And, yeah, dude. That, you know, that, that next What's time that I movie? Them, There's a movie like that. Uh, fucking... I don't know. I know there's, like, a fucking... Uh, NCIS or coming to mind is that somebody does that in it too. I just feel like that's probably a real thing in the world now. Like I feel like some rich people somewhere like get a like a shipment of hobos in and then release them on land and they all go hunt them down. People that money talks, dude. And then there's a lot of sh- dude, the black fucking internet. You can buy people on that the black market. internet. The, <laughs> the black way. <web. laughs> black fucking internet. <laughs> like, that's where you go to get your like, uh, your pics for your hair and no. that type of shit. The black internet. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Go over there and you can buy your dubs for your car. Oh my god. No, but the black web, you can, and fucking, the what was it? What was that internet. fucking, and Wayfair. Speed you can buy people on there and shit, like. On BET.com, black entertainment, is that oh, what it is? No. God damn, bro. Oh, Welcome fuck. to Hope. Yeah. Racist motherfuckers. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, but yeah, for real though, these motherfuckers like, how about there's another one that got away with some shit. Maybe we can dive into him, make him an actual topic. Um, uh, fuck. He's from Canada and he ran a pig farm for a long time. Oh my gosh. I already know where this is going. Do you? Where's it going? Sounds like this motherfucker was probably killing people and feeding them to the fucking hogs. So that... (laughs) <laughs> his name was Robert Picton and not only um, Picton yeah not only was this man uh, just feeding his like the dead bodies to the pigs he was also processing human meat with the pigs and oh, selling come it to on. Canada for years bro for years for years God damn. And yeah. people you know are like, damn, I'm just fucking yeah, cool. I'm going to keep buying from old Picton. He's a little creepy, <laughs> but I'll keep buying that goddamn pig meat. Kill. That shit, I'll tell you what. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Don't say, look in my eyes and say, boy, after saying the black internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know he would say some shit like that. That way he sent it to him. I should come down here, boy. But come guess back. what his, uh, guess what his pick of the litter was? <laughs> it's like, damn, the pick of, what? <laughs> damn. Hookers, bro. Oh, of course. Hookers. That you know was there was a stage. Hey, you know there was that point too, that was on like going on in the streets. When motherfuckers were like, "Yeah, we don't care about the prostitutes either. Take them out." Well, they've already been used up. Whatever. They've already been used up so much they wanted fresh <coughs> shit <laughs> onto the street. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god. <coughs> well, damn, Susie's been on the block for about five years. Time to switch her out. Take her out. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> my god. No. 
They really do be like that sometimes, <laughs> though. It sounds like this is probably going to be the last podcast of this year. Come back to you guys in January. We'll yeah. try to do some small shit to our studio. Um, get it a little more suited for this fucking cold-ass weather that we're getting. Yeah, you guys don't realize, last our last podcast, me and Jackson sat there to heat our studio up, and it didn't even get up to probably 55 degrees. Froze our ass off during that, and now we're in his bedroom at his house. Like, yeah. But we're still trying to do shit. But, like he said, there's some shit coming up, so... Yeah, hopefully have some have some shit figured out, have a little little more room for the for the actual podcast so get things ready so if you guys continue to actually listen and like what we're doing then we can uh maybe go to video that'd be pretty eventually yeah yeah I but mean, the, the thing is too what you guys don't get what people don't get is is know the topics that me and jackson pick might not be ones you guys like but we ain't fucking mind readers so you guys tell us a topic like and like i said we'll do research like well, that's what we have and we'll look into it it's not like we're just sitting here speaking straight off the top of our dome yeah. and there's no way we would know that much about fucking call pants ramon ramirez but, yeah. but we also don't want to over flood you guys yeah. with some boring facts and bullshit i'm just trying to give you a little taste of something give you a little bit of information so then if you're still fucking interested in this shit then you can go and do more research on it or i can refer you to some of my favorite motherfucking <laughs> podcasts about it exactly but again you have to let us know different ideas different topics that way we can dive in on them and give people what you want yeah because we just trying to tell you some shit we like we want to hear shit that you like and we want to learn some shit because we both need it yeah, this is <laughs> this is just for fun for me and jackson so tell us what you want because if you guys don't we're just going to run out of topics and drop some real shit on you guys so anything you want you know just send us a message most of you motherfuckers know exactly who we are so someone said buttermilk the other day now, if you actually want us to talk about buttermilk, I want to know what exactly you want. <laughs> what is so exciting about buttermilk? <laughs> yeah, like you ever tried that shit? Not good. By itself. Nah, not yeah. good at all. No, nah. but good with chicken when you fry it. Yeah, true that. Hey, hey, we that's another conversation, bro. We both some good ass <laughs> cooks. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, my if y'all want to hear about some food shit we've made or something, y'all mean you're. Me. Oh yeah. Actually, that sounds boring as shit. You guys want to hear audio about how to cook? Yeah, fuck that nigga. Alrighty, everybody. But we'll come back next year. Um, might do story time to start the year. You know what I mean? Maybe, Go yeah. back to one of our favorite dumbass stories we have, because we have quite a few of them. And uh, hit those topics. Yeah. Like we said, drop the topics, and thank you for looking. Listening. Looking. looking. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> it. Um, and uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, uh Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Smile. Merry, Merry Christmas.